I tell you, we are in for a treat today. We have none other than Bishop Shane Calhoun, amen, that is going to be delivering the word of God today. How many were here several months back when he was in the house, amen, and brought an on-time word, amen. I love this man of God. I appreciate his heart for missions, his heart for the kingdom of God. And so if you are ready and you are excited for the word of God, will you stand and receive Bishop Shane Calhoun to the pulpit at this time? Let's give him a hand of honor and appreciation. Hallelujah. Well, let's give Jesus a praise, can we? He's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Tell somebody next to you, we're going to go to war today. We're going to war on our enemy. That's what I have come to set free to do is to declare war on the devil. Back home, I'm the chaplain of the fire department and 911, and we have what we call the war room set up with computers and satellites. And while I was praying, the Lord said, set free is a war room. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm getting ready to send power like power's never been sent. I'm going to deliver in the power of deliverance like deliverance has never been seen. Hallelujah. I'm going to heal and I'm going to work miracles like people have never seen before. Why? Because the body of Christ is coming together to declare war on their enemy. Come on. Hallelujah. We're going to slay the giants that's in front of us. We're going to be victorious in everything. Somebody tell your neighbor, I'm victorious. You're victorious. We're going to do great things in the kingdom of God. So we're sitting in the midst of the war room. And I believe the angels of the Lord are encamped round about us today. And when we depart this facility, we will not depart like we came in. We're going to leave this building doing great exploits because the presence of the Lord is going to be mightily upon us. Come on, tell somebody, I'm going to do great exploits. Just watch out. I'm about to get out of my box and I'm going to show the devil who's in charge. Hallelujah. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. The man with the long white robe is here. Would you do me a favor? Stand on your feet one time. And I want you to do what Psalm 47 one said. I want you to clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with a voice of victory, with a voice of, of triumph. Come on. Come on, give him a great praise. Come on, give him great praise in the house. Now I want you to say this prophetically. Devil, we're coming for you. We're going to take back what belongs to us. Ah, my, my, feel the Holy Ghost. You may be seated for a few moments. I just keep on shouting. I feel the Holy Ghost. I really believe that we're in a moment of divine appointment. We're not worried about who's here, who's not here. What we're worried about is the Lord's here. Come on. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is all that matters right now. Because there's people sitting in this building that's under an attack. 
And you're about to be loosed. You're about to be free because who the sun sets free is free indeed. Not because a prophet said it. Not because a bishop said it. Not because a pastor said it. But because the word said who the son Jesus sets free is free indeed. Turn to your neighbor and say I'm about to get free. I'm about to get loose. I'm about to break a leg. Hallelujah. I'm about to shout all over this house. Sister Wright, where are you at? Where are you? Sister Wright. Come up here for a moment. Come here, Pastor Caleb, Pastor Few. There's no sense in you sitting there in pain when we have come to declare war on the devil. Hey, the devil just lost his battle with you. Hallelujah, I feel the presence of the king. Stretch your sanctified hands this way. Come on, I believe the Lord is working a miracle. Hey. From the top of her head to the sole of her feet, I command this vicious pain. I rebuke you in Jesus' name to go out of her body. Go out of her body. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Pain, you have been defeated at Calvary over 2,000 years ago because by his stripes she was healed. In the name of the Lord. Somebody tell the Lord, I believe the Lord is doing it now. Go ahead and move your body around by faith in Jesus' name. God bless you, woman of God. We appreciate you. I hate for people to sit in church hurting and pain and torment. I believe Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever hallelujah I want to just as he's playing softly just lay a little foundation miracles are still happening deliverance is still taking place people are still being saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost but if we quit believing that we will not ever see that manifest come on and I'll be the first to admit, Pastor Caleb, Pastor Steve, that it is discouraging when it seems like that all you do is fight, 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 fight. And it seems like you can't ever get ahead because every time you take one step forward, the devil's pushing you back three. But I'm looking at a group of people this morning that's about to run ahead of their enemy. Come on. You're about to show him who's in charge and who the boss is. You're about to do great and mighty things, but you can't ever quit believing. You can't ever lose your confidence and your faith in what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. How many of you need something from the Lord? Just... A couple of weeks ago, there was a young fellow in our church. He's a precious young man, and everyone loves him. But somehow or another, he got on social media and got tangled up with a demon spirit and become possessed. And so I was at dinner with a group of people, and they was having Friday night prayer meeting. They said, Bishop, we need you. We need you. Get up here. Get up here. So about 40 minutes away, I'm flying, trying to get to the church. I get in there, and this young man is growling. He's talking about two or three voices out of him. And the first thing he said is, I hate you. And I said, that's marvelous. 
Because any time the devil hates you, it's because you're anointed and he's scared of you. Turn to your neighbor and say, the devil is scared of the anointing that's inside of you. Well, what I'm trying to get to, his mother had been dealing with sickness almost to the point of death. She was there with her mother and her father. They brought him there because he got crazy at home and they couldn't contain him. I walked in, the ushers had him wrestled to the floor, and I said, let him up. My God, you don't wrestle with the devil. Somebody say amen. You just speak the word. Somebody say, speak the word. I'm going to speak the word over this congregation today. I believe God's got a word to say. Amen. And I began to speak the word, Pastor. And when I spoke the word, he just calmed down. Instead of him talking to me, I talked to him. Somebody said, you got to put a, put a shut up on the enemy. You can't allow him to talk. Say amen. Tell your neighbor, say, you're in charge. I want you to get it today. You're in charge of the conditions around you. And so we begin to pray and begin to talk. Just a moment, the young man begins to say this. Jesus is Lord. He said, the blood of Jesus cleansed me from my sin. He began to say, I'm saved. He began to say, I'm sanctified. He began to say, I love Jesus more than anything. And here's what I'm getting to. His mother has not been sick since. You know what took place? The enemy that was inside of him was trying to kill the spiritual source in her to keep him from his deliverance. There's things that's trying to keep you from your deliverance in this house. Come on. There's things that's trying to keep you under submission to sickness, submission to disease. But today we have come to declare war on the enemy that by his stripes we were healed. Past tense. Before we was ever born, 2,000 years ago, the miracle was provided and the healing was paid for. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to leave here with a miracle. I'm going to leave here with healing because what Jesus did 2,000 years ago was a dead I could not pay but he paid the debt by the blood of Jesus and through the power of the Holy Ghost my miracle's gonna be delivered my healing's going to be delivered my salvation's going to be delivered everything I need is going to be delivered because it's delivered by the presence of the Lord Come on and give him a praise. Put your sanctified hands together. Clap them like you got the devil between them. Woo! Take your Bible. Let's go over to the book of 1 Samuel. I'm going to make it quick. 1 Samuel chapter number 17, verse 42. Thought today is slaying the giants, spiritual giants. Things that seem to be bigger than you. Conditions and situations that seems to be larger than you. Is anybody looking at some things that seem to be impossible? Seem to be larger than you. But you've got to remember in the process of miracles, in the process of deliverance, 
in the process of getting God's attention, you've got to remember that greater is he that is in you than he that's in this world. And he's greater than your adversary. He's greater than your dilemma. He's greater than your giant. He's greater than your trouble. He's greater than your tribulation. He is God Jehovah and he is the great God of deliverance. We're going to slay some giants. Pastor has a sword in his office and I started to bring it, but I was afraid someone would call 911 and say the preacher's done went crazy and trying to kill somebody. You know how it is. We're in a society now. And if you brandish a weapon, son, you're going to have all of Anderson County or whatever county we in down here. So we'll just leave the sword back there. Is that all right? Here's the sword. Somebody hold your Bible up. Shake it at the devil. If you got it on your phone, shake your phone at the devil. Say, this is more than just a telephone. It's a sword. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Let's read it then. Chapter 17, verse 42. When the Philistine looked and saw David, somebody say, get the devil's attention. When he saw David, I'm going to read now. He disdained him. He discredited him. How many of you feel like the enemy has discredited your faith? Let me read on. For he was but a young man and ruddy with a handsome appearance. He was red-headed, freckled face, curly hair. He was skinny. But what made him beautiful was the glory upon him. You're beautiful. I want you to say, I'm beautiful because of the anointing. I'm beautiful because I am my father's son. I'm my father's daughter. I am the image and the creation of the Lord. Believe in yourself. You're beautiful. Let's read on. Verse 43, the Philistine said to David, Am I dog that you come to me with a stick? And the Philistine cursed David. By his gods, the Philistine also said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom I have taunted. Somebody say, you've got to know whose side you're on if you're going to slay your giant. Come on. You've got to have confidence in what Jesus did if you're going to overcome and slay your enemy. I feel the Holy Ghost to tell somebody, today is your day. Your giant is coming down. Your problem is coming down. Your trouble is coming down. Every trial and tribulation you're in is coming to an end because you're going to leave here knowing that the Lord is on your side and if God is on my side who can be against me I've come to tell the devil if God is on my side and if God is for me then who can be against me not one giant, not one demon not one affliction, not one addiction nothing can separate me from the Father come on so a question that I've asked before I finish reading what 
giant is standing in front of you and God? What giant is trying to keep you from your victory? What giant is trying to keep you from your success? What giant is trying to keep you from being what God has called you to be? What giant is trying to keep you from doing what God has called you to do? Is it the setback of addictions? Is it alcoholism? Is it meth? Is it a broken heart and a broken spirit? Is it a sickness? Is it a disease? Is it a financial issue? Is it wayward children and grandchildren? It's like a giant in front of you saying, you're going nowhere. I've got you backed in the corner and you're going nowhere. Let me finish reading and I'll tell you where we're going. Because we're all coming out this morning together. I'm going to stand here and be transparent with you this morning. I'm dealing with things in my body that I need God to give me a miracle from. I'm going through some things that cause a lot of suffering, a lot of pain. But that doesn't change the fact that I know who Jesus is and what he can do for me. <laughs> Come on, somebody. In the last few weeks, I'm just going to be honest with you. I have had to be almost held up and someone hold me on one side because of a pain that arises through a nerve condition. But everybody I pray for gets a miracle. And I need one but can't get one. But that doesn't change the fact that God can't give me one. Somebody help me preach in this house. Here's the, here's the enemy we're fighting. We're fighting an enemy that says, why are you praying for people when you need prayer yourself? Because when you pray for others, that's how you get your deliverance. Help me, help me, help me preach. When you're going through something, remember what David said. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. It doesn't change the fact of what the Word of God says because the Word says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it changes not even though we're going through something. It doesn't change the fact that God can deliver us and bring us out and do what he said he would do. He's trying to keep you from praying for people. He's trying to keep you from preaching the gospel. He's trying to keep you from singing your song. He's trying to keep you from shouting the shout of victory. He's trying to keep you from clapping your hands and worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. But stand up like a Baha'i, like a soldier, and say, I've chosen today is my day of victory. I'm not defeated. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the words of my testimony. Let's, let's finish reading. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Let's go down to verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine, Come to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of your armies. Tell your neighbor, point your little finger at him, and say, it's your approach that determines the victory. 
You need to write that down. It's your approach that determines the breakthrough. It's your approach that determines your deliverance. Come on, somebody say, approach the devil with a made-up mind and a pressing spirit that you're coming to your enemies in the name of the Lord. Let's finish reading. Then the Bible said in verse 46, this day the Lord will deliver you up into my hands. Somebody tell your enemy, you're going to be in my hands. I'm no longer in your hands. I'm going to take a stand against you. Matter of fact, I'm going to put my hands around your throat and I'm going to, I'm going to choke the life out of you. Y'all ready to fight in here? I'm talking about fighting now. I'm talking about going to war. I'm talking about declaring a war. Sometimes you got to get your hands out of your pockets and put them around the enemy's neck. I'm not talking about your husband. Don't choke him out. Come on. I ain't talking about your wife. Don't choke her out. I ain't talking about your children, your grandchildren. Don't choke your children. But choke the devil in them. Let me finish reading before you get happy. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down. Somebody say I'm about to put him on the ground. Give me a referee. I need a count of three. I'm going to put you on the ground and I'm going to remove your head from you. Somebody say, now, now that's what you call a, a war. I'm going to cut your head off. You've been putting your nose and your head in my business all of my sanctified life. <laughs> and now I'm getting tired of it. You've been putting me through hell. Now I'm going to cut